In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Sometimes it is so difficult, and truth be known, quite often it's incredibly difficult, as each of you knows, to place trust in something or someone that we don't fully know, or in a time in which we don't fully understand. Can we place our trust in this God, we ask? And I'm not asking this in terms of our infinite understanding. I'm sorry, our finite understanding, because we don't have infinite understanding. What our minds or our intellect may be saying to us. But I'm talking about this on a cosmic, eternal level. Things too big for us. And most especially in dark times like these. As war continues to break out in such violent and disturbing ways, and of course, war has been with us since the beginning of creation. And it speaks to the presence of evil, the battles that are taking place that we are not able to see on a cosmic level between good and evil. And yes, evil has been defeated, but it's still here, and we still face it. But it also speaks to our fallibilities and to our brokenness. And yet, such as war is, no matter our thoughts or opinions, as Christians, ultimately all we can do is as previous generations have done, and that is to pray. To pray for peace. To ask the Lord to act. To move hearts to seek solace in the presence of the Almighty whose heart is grieved over such divisions and loss of innocent life, no matter where it is found on the face of this planet. And why? To pray? Do we really think we can save ourselves? No. That's why we have a Savior. In Ezekiel 34, God promises to lead His sheep, not letting the fold scatter or run into danger. He says, my sheep were scattered. They wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill. My sheep were scattered over all the face of the earth with no one to search or seek for them as shepherds seek out their flocks when they are among their scattered sheep, so I will seek out my sheep and I will rescue them from all the places to which they have been scattered on a day of clouds and thick darkness. This week as I was thinking about this morning and the message, I looked on my bookshelf Plenty of books, 
And I saw this little book. The Lord is my shepherd, Psalm 23. And immediately, I had this feeling when I was 12 years old and I was confirmed, this was a book my parents gave me. And they inscribed in here a blessing. Some 40 years ago. But I looked at this book and I remembered as a boy, this book brought me comfort. Mostly because of the images. There are beautiful images in this book. But it is a story of love. It is a story of protection, of death, of hardship, of denial, forgiveness, and everything you can imagine. And yet God is there. God is ever-present ready to love and ready to receive us. But unfortunately, for most of us, and we all know this, we must experience loss. We must experience that despair first in order to understand the divine principle. We must pass through the valley before we can get to the mountain. There must be Good Friday before Easter. And in the end, we come to recognize that we cannot save ourselves. What great assurance we have in the words of the 23rd Psalm. Through it, we are reminded of the powerful imagery of Jesus as the Good Shepherd wrapping us in the eternal assurance of the past and of the present and of the future, which all belong to God in God's time and in God's own way. Even in the face of fear and desperation. Someone once explained how in the highlands of Scotland, a lamb would often wander off into the rocks and get into certain places that they couldn't get out of, kind of like you and me. The grass on these mountains is very alluring. They're things that pull us away from the flock. The grass there is very sweet, and the sheep like it a lot. And they will jump down some 10 or 12 feet just to get to it. The problem is, is they can't jump back up. So they're stuck. The shepherd hears them screaming in distress. And it may be days until they have eaten all of the grass before the shepherd will go and get that one lamb. He will wait until they are so faint that they can hardly stand. And then he'll tie a rope around himself and go down and pull that lamb out of the jaws of death. And so you ask yourself, why don't they go there first? When they first hear the cry, the distress, that would be the natural thing to do if you had charge over this lamb, is to go immediately to save it. Well, they are so very foolish 
that they would dash right over the edge and die if they did. This is the same way with us. We won't go back to God when we've been separated, when we, there's something there that pulls us from God. We won't go back until we have lost things, until we have passed through that valley of the shadow of death. Perhaps we lose friends. Perhaps we realize that this pride that we have is not worth anything. The good news and the great assurance is that though we are like the wandering sheep, the Good Shepherd will bring us back the very moment we have given up trying to save ourselves. For we must be willing to let God save us. To save us in God's own way and in God's own timing. Let us hear the hope and comfort that is ours in these words. I invite you to look along with me at Psalm 23 as I share some deeper meaning behind these words. The Lord is my shepherd. The sweet word shepherd brings to the godly when they read it or hear it as it were a confidence a consolation or security. I shall not want. All the good things you love come from God. But they are pleasant and good only as they relate to God. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. The rest the Lord offers is the rest of meekness. The blessed relief which comes when we accept ourselves for what we are and we cease to pretend. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Be still. Be still. And know that I am God, he says. Be still. He restoreth my soul. It is God the eternal, God the immeasurable, the filler of all things, who alone can solace the soul and bring joy to the heart. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness. You see, I don't believe in coincidence anymore, because I know that that which seems coincidental, coincidence after coincidence, after coincidence, is exactly the plan God is pursuing for my life, for your life, with loving certainty. For His namesake. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous person runs into it and is safe. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. It is in the valley of the shadow of death that solid, divine comforts are brought to light. Where we pass through that valley, we have our eyes set on that mountain, but we know we have to keep moving. 
and the darkness will pass away. And we know that the gains are eternal. For I will fear no evil. God can bring good from evil. And without God, we bring evil out of good. Without God. For thou art with me. The shepherd spends his life with the sheep. He is there when they are born. He is there when they die. He is there with them day and night. He never leaves them. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. The staff is a symbol of the concern and the compassion that a shepherd has for his charges, for their comfort. And the rod conveys authority and power and discipline and a defense against danger. Thou preparest a table before me. The prospect is better than a feast. To be God's guest is to be more than acquaintance. It is to live with God in eternity. In the presence of mine enemies. We are not delivered out of this world. But being born from above, we have victory over it. Light, as we know, always overcomes darkness. Thou anointest my head with oil. The Lord anointed us, every single one of you and me. The Lord has set His seal of ownership on us. And He's put His Spirit in our hearts as a deposit, guaranteeing what is to come. My cup runneth over. Jesus said, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. True life. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Matthew Henry said, If God's goodness to us be like the morning light, which shines more and more to the perfect day, let not ours to Him be like the morning cloud and the early dew that passeth away. For He is overflowing love. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Our greatest care should be for that place where we live longest. Therefore, eternity should be our scope. The good news and the great assurance is that though we are like the wandering sheep, the Good Shepherd will bring us back the very moment that we have given up trying to save ourselves and are willing to let God save us. This is our condition. This is our brokenness. And the words of the 23rd Psalm calm us 
and they reassure us, especially in moments of loss and desperation, and in times we simply don't understand when things are too big for us, beyond our understanding. And we should ask ourselves, do we really believe we can save ourselves? Of course not. Can we kindle a fire within our own hearts? Are we able to defeat death? Can we single-handedly end war, end division, and desperation? Of course not. It takes the risen Lord Jesus Christ. His presence, His power, His beauty, working in and through you and me, praying for hearts, praying for peace. It takes that to accomplish this. And the words of Psalm 23 remind us of this reality. And for this we give the Lord great thanks and praise. Join me in praying these words together. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul. 